0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today's April 21st, 2022, Anno Domine. Today's top headlines. First, the Colorado governor, Jared Paulus, offers Disney asylum as he urges Disney to leave Florida. Next, Saudi Prince says he will not release more oil into the U.S. market amid declining U.S.-Saudi relations because of Biden's bumbling. Third, Johnny Depp testifying in the defamation trial against ex-wife Amber Heard. And what does this have to do with the Washington Post? And then finally, Alec Baldwin claiming he's been exonerated over this new report in Helena Hutchins' death. But has he really all this in more head? Human Events Daily. <laughs> Well, Governor Jared Polis of Colorado has responded now to Ron DeSantis over this whole flap with Disney. So what's he getting into, right? So he tweets it out, Jared Polis. Florida's authoritarian socialist attacks on the private sector are driving businesses away. W- a in Colorado, we don't meddle in the affairs of companies like Disney or Twitter. Hey Disney, We're ready for Mountain Disneyland. And Twitter, we're ready for Twitter HQ2, whoever your owners are. So there's a lot to go through here, a lot to break down. Number one, we don't meddle in the affairs of the private sector. Are you kidding me? Show me any business anywhere in the United States at any level that doesn't have to go through government regulations, government red tape, Government restrictions, taxes, the whole nine yards taxes, tax credits, compliance, non compliance. It's a joke. So it's obviously a joke that companies don't have any, well, meddle in with this. That's a socialist thing to do, meddle with our companies. Yeah, cut me a break, dude. Every single company in the entire country that's ever existed going back to like the 1700s had to deal with uh, some form of government, quote unquote, meddling. And this idea of a laissez-faire you know, government that has nothing to do, it doesn't exist. It literally doesn't exist. It only exists on paper. It's never been a thing in the real world, period. So I know that you know, marijuana is legal over there in Colorado now, so I don't know if Jared Paulus maybe was dipping his, um, dipping his beak a little bit in when he wrote this tweet, but that's kind of what it feels like because what he's saying literally makes no sense. That being said, authoritarian socialism, really authoritarian socialism, because yeah, that's actually the opposite of socialism. Because what's Governor DeSantis doing? Yes, he's using the power of government. Yes, he's using this as a lever of power, but what's he actually doing in the effective cause, right? The effective cause of what he's doing is to take away a special governance. Um, status from Disney that was granted to him by the state of Florida to begin with 55 years ago. So this law that DeSantis essentially is repealing was put in place as a special status for Disney to give them self-governance over the area that later became Walt Disney World, right? They have that as a special status granted to them by the government. This whole thing started with government. It has nothing to do with, um, you know, authoritarian socialism attacks. Not even. All he's saying is, guess what? We're going to actually treat Disney the same way we treat every single other company in the state of Florida. And why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we? Because Disney is acting like they're their own government. Well, let me tell you something. To the people at Disney, and I said it yesterday, you are not a sovereign government. You do not have sovereignty. State of Florida has sovereignty. The United States of America has sovereignty. Corporate power is not sovereign. And it's finally time that conservatives like Governor DeSantis stand up and use those sovereign rights that are granted to them by the people of Florida, empowered by the constitution of the state of Florida, the same way that all 50 states have their state constitutions empowering them, Right. Empowered through our system of federalism and the constitutional republic in which we reside. That's our system. Go read through any of the constitutions. Right. The states or the federal government. You will not see anything in there that says Disney World gets sovereignty. Doesn't work that way. Literally doesn't work that way. So you're kind of wrong. Maybe you need to go listen to uh, Freedom Papers with Morgan Zegers a little bit to understand how our government actually works or is supposed to work because. When a government gives you a special handout, like, and by the way, he mentions Twitter again, Section 230, again, that's immunity that's granted by the government, immunity from several sets of laws. That's also a special status that's been granted by government. If we're taking away something that government gave you and treating you the same way that we would treat any other company, that's not socialism. That's actually the opposite of that. But I'll do you one further. I'll do you one further. I have no problem with conservatives using the power of government to bring these woke and out of control corporations to power, to heal. It's time they've gotten too powerful. They're switching around too much weight. They're shifting around too much weight. They're trying to act like they have sovereignty. No one elected them. It's time to start bringing them down to size. Europe's breadbasket is on fire The Battle of Ukraine, the Battle of Mariupol, and the wider Battle of Donbass are continuing. Folks, it is no secret that these global conflicts are very likely to cause food shortages right here at home. And that is why you need to go to my special webpage right now, preparewithposo.com, where we've partnered with My Patriot Supply. Now, you may know My Patriot Supply, you've heard of them, right? The nation's largest preparedness company with over 50,000 five star and four star reviews from customers who love their food. What do you do? You go to preparewithposo.com right now, you will save $150 on their amazing three month emergency food kit. This kit provides breakfast, lunches, dinners, snacks, drinks totaling over 2,000 calories a day for energy during these stressful times. Make sure to get one kit for each person in your family. Throw one in the trunk of your car. Should anything happen, you will have that peace of mind. Again, go to preparewithposo.com. You get $150 off this special deal from My Patriot Supply, the food that you are going to need in the very near future. With food shortages making the headlines, you need to grab this emergency food now as a backup for your family. Go to preparewithposo.com, preparewithcoso.com today. And I would make it very clear, we were not going to, in fact, sell more weapons to them. We were going to, in fact, make them pay the price and make them, in fact, the pariah that they are. There's very little social redeeming value of the, in the present uh, government in Saudi Arabia. Well, The Wall Street Journal is out with an incredible piece, How the U.S.-Saudi relations reached the breaking point. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman essentially threw Jake Sullivan, Biden's national security adviser, out of a meeting at a seaside palace that they were holding last September, says the 36-year-old crowd prince ended up shouting at Mr. Sullivan after he raised the 2018 killing of Saudi Jamal Khashoggi. The prince told Mr. Sullivan he never wanted to, to discuss the matter again and the U.S. could forget about its request to boost oil production. The Biden administration's foreign policy when it comes to pretty much everywhere in the world is completely insane. These people have. So when you look at what they're doing in Saudi. So Biden has said um, during the debates, he said that he would hold them all accountable. He would treat them as a pariah. You see, see him using that same language for Russia right now. Um, he said that they were they released a report all about the killing of Khashoggi. They attack them. They're demeaning them. They're demonizing them. And then they go out hat in hand. Oh, by the way, they pulled the. Um, They pulled the air defense um, missile systems from the kingdom of Saudi Arabia back to the United States. And then they go hat in hand and say, please, 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 will you continue to up your oil production? It's like it's 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 absolutely bipolar because keep in mind, on one hand, they're trying to tell the Saudis what to do. We're not buying as much oil from Saudi as we used to. Saudis now buying more oil from or selling more oil to China. The CCP is a far bigger strategic partner for them than we ever were and the ccp is going to sit there and say we don't care what you do we don't care what happens internally you have somebody you want to get rid of we're you know we don't care the ccp might take notes from the saudis when it comes to that stuff it's all about money for them meanwhile the biden administration is also reviving the iran deal how do you think the saudis feel about that how do you think the saudis feel about iran getting nuclear weapons right And then you go over there and point your finger and start telling them what they're going to do and attacking them at the same time. These people are highly educated imbeciles. I keep saying this about Secretary of State Tony Blinken and Jake Sullivan, who we know, by the way, was involved in the dossier operation all the way back in 2016. He's even somehow even dumber, somehow actually even dumber than Tony Blinken, it's like it's like it's like the you know the apple keeps falling down. So first you get uh, Tony Blinken, then even dumber than that is is Jake Sullivan, and then finally you get Joe Biden, who's just dumbest of them all. And Jill Biden's got to tell him to wave at the Easter Bunny, right? So when you're looking at this, and you step back for a second, you realize these are the people that are running our foreign policy. These are people running our country. These are the people who are making decisions for 315 million. Americans, and The number, of course, is going up because our borders are being poured across and they're talking about lifting Title 42 to actually stop uh, catching people and then sending them back. Wonderful, wonderful job that you're doing there as a president holding our foreign policy. You know, we used to have a president that talked about peace. We used to have a president that went to Saudi to the Saudis and said, you guys should deal with the radical jihadist problem in your area and we'll work with you. But it should be your job. We used to have a president that talked about peace deals in the Middle East, in Asia, and in Europe. Wouldn't it be nice to have a president like that again? And I, I watched you, you lie, and then I, I didn't s- punch you, by no. the way. You I'm sorry that I didn't uh, you uh, no, I hit you me. across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. It was not punching you. Babe, you're not punched. Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. You, you know, you, even a lot of fights, have been around a long time. I know. Yeah. No, I you didn't get punched. You got hit. I'm sorry, I hit you like this, but I did not punch you. I did not deck you. I was hitting you. I don't know what the motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. How are you? How? What am I supposed to do? Do this? I, I'm not sitting here about it, am I? You are. That's the difference between me and you. You're a baby. So what you just heard is a recording of Amber Heard mocking Johnny Depp after she battered him during one of their many arguments during the brief marriage. So you're going to say, I know I get it. You're going to say, Poso, why are you talking about this? What is it? It has to do with nothing, right? Why are you talking about Johnny Depp? I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you right now why we're going to talk about this. Because every single one of you in your life has experienced or knows somebody who is a Johnny Depp that's stuck in a relationship with an Amber Heard. Because this is a teachable moment. And because it happens to um, involve two people that are incredibly famous celebrities. One, you know, I get that a lot of Gen Z doesn't quite get why Johnny Depp is such a big deal. Uh, He was literally the most famous actor in the world for like 15 years, right? And so Amber Heard, you know, obviously trying to use his fame to bolster her own career, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Gets, you know, gets involved with him, gets married to him. Um, And I've had, by the way, since I've started tweeting about this trial, um, I have had so many people from the Hollywood kind of sphere, the movie industry reaching out to me about Amber Heard. And they're all saying it's actually kind of sad because they're all saying, look, we always knew this about her. We always knew this about her. Everybody knew this about her. But for some reason, Johnny just couldn't see it. Johnny just couldn't see it. Even Johnny te- testified at one point that his kids were telling him, get, you know, get away from her. This is not good for you. So what's going on in the trial? Right? let me back up a little bit. Why is this trial even happening? Why is it happening, by the way, just outside of Washington, D.C.? It's actually only about 30 minutes from where we filmed the show here. I was thinking about, should we go? Should we do something? I don't know. Um, what we get out of that? You know, we'll see. Still haven't decided yet. But Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard specifically in this case because of an op-ed that she wrote where? The Washington Post, the same place where Taylor Lorenz writes, whichever, what she calls journalism today. Amber Heard is the Taylor Lorenz of Hollywood. Here's what's going on. That op-ed was written by the Washington Post and the Washington Post's Computer servers happen to reside in Northern Virginia. So Johnny Depp's lawyers, because they're well-paid lawyers, they filed suit against her in the state of Virginia. State of Virginia, which has actually very strong defamation laws, whereas federally and in many states in the U.S., we do not have very strong defamation laws. State of Virginia does. California, not so much. So Amber Heard lawyers were trying to get this moved over to California. Johnny Depp's lawyers said, no, no, no right here. So this is all about this Washington Post uh, op-ed where she claimed that she was a a victim of sexual violence, right? That was the main thing she was talking about in this. Now, she doesn't actually mention Johnny Depp in the article. And they bring this up um, during the trial. They brought this up at some and They said, why, you know, she didn't mention you uh, by name, then, you know, how can you even bring the suit? Well, it turns out that under Virginia law, you can sue someone for what's called defamation by implication. And huge shout out, go watch Recchiata Media. They are doing fantastic analysis on this. Um, Totally got sucked into it watching it yesterday. But that's basically the way the case lays out. Johnny Depp's never been able to tell his side of it. Obviously, he lost his entire career, gets kicked out of the... Um, Pirates of the Caribbean franchise, gets kicked out of the Harry Potter prequels, um, he was playing the main villain there, so lost so much reputation, you know, he's basically PNG, persona non grata. But here's what it's all about, folks. What I hear in those videos is gaslighting. I didn't hit you, you hit me, you started it, I didn't start it. When Johnny Depp saying again and again, I, I just wanted to leave, I, I could feel it getting, you know, heated, I didn't want to continue... And she keeps chasing him. At one point, he even testified that she put nail polish on a handkerchief and then came to him and said that he broke her nose, making him think that he had hit her when he hadn't actually hit her. There's another part of it where they say she threw a vodka bottle at him and it chopped off the top half of his finger. And I'm not even going to get into What supposedly happened to their bed sheets? But I just want to say to anybody out there who's in a relationship like this. Male, female, this stuff cuts both ways. You cannot fix them. They have a problem that you don't have the tools to fix. You do not need to be the white knight. You are not going to save them. What you need to do is walk away. And it doesn't mean you're giving up. It means you're understanding the situation and seeing it for what it is. Do not lose the best years of your life in a toxic relationship like that. You felt shock, you felt anger, you felt sadness. Do you feel guilt? No, no. I feel that there is, I I feel that that, uh, someone is responsible, for what happened and I can't say who that is but I know it's not me well Alec Baldwin speaking of crazy actors and actresses is now claiming that he's been exonerated in the shooting death of Helena Hutchins the woman that he shot and killed in New Mexico last year where he's still yet to face any charges whatsoever for this look and and I'll just say it with this when it comes to Alec Baldwin it comes to this case right you got to put that before a jury this is the kind of thing where we know how this talk, this works, right? We talk about prosecutors. We talk about Binger, uh, the prosecutor up in Kenosha for Kyle Rittenhouse. By the way, I'm going to be speaking in Kenosha this Saturday, so if you guys are there, um, speaking up there at a um, at a, like a spring meeting, so come out. Kenosha will be there. But but these prosecutors have prosecutorial discretion; they can decide whether or not to bring charges. They should bring charges on Alec Baldwin. All of these questions are too big to be left out of the hands of a jury. Put it to trial. Let there be a jury. It looks like manslaughter. Charge him with that. Charge him with criminal manslaughter. See what happens. Roll the dice. Because there is no actor exemption for manslaughter. But listen to this. A new report has come out blaming the production team for shoddy safety that led to a star fatally shooting the cinematographer, even though he himself was a producer. New Mexico safety regulators put out a report saying that the producers were responsible for Helena Hutchins death. Keep in mind, Alec Baldwin was a producer. But you listen to this. In the report, officials cited a slew of willful and serious violations that led them to their decision and slammed producers for failing to follow safety guidelines. The producers of the Western were ordered to pay the sum by New Mexico safety regulators for safety failures over $100,000 after the death of Helena Hutchins. But, but, but what's amazing is that they say, well, Alec Baldwin was really only involved with the script and some of the casting. So it's, it's really not his fault. Okay, cut me a break. That's manslaughter. That's straight up. It doesn't matter who loaded the gun. Let me tell you something. If this guy was like, you know, you know, Alec Jimbo walking down the street, someone hands him a gun. He points it at someone and pulls the trigger and shoots them. Right. And said, oops, I'm so sorry. He'd already be in jail. He'd already be convicted by the end of this. It's only because of the power of his celebrity and the fact that he was the guy that used to play uh, former President Trump on SNL that you're seeing this huge behind-the-scenes machinery work to protect him because he's one of their guys. Because he's one of their guys. That's all they did. They replaced him on SNL. They never really explained why. He just stopped showing up one day. Yeah, because you shot and killed a woman. And it's horrific. Shoots and kills Ukrainian woman Helena Hutchins, the producer. Right? And by the way, when I was watching that video, speaking of this, of Malcolm Nance... On MSNBC, being interviewed by Joy Reid, and he's got that uniform wearing, worn incorrectly, and he's holding an AK, he's got the safety off of that AK. right? On an AK, the way the selector switch works is safety all the way up, halfway down is full auto, and then all the way down is semi-auto. right? So he's got it halfway. It looks to me from that video that he's got it halfway down. That means it's on full auto. As he's talking to a camera crew, So great job, Malcolm Nance. Great job, Doofius. You just went up to a camera crew with your gun on full auto. I guess you went to the Alec Baldwin School of Rifle Safety. Look, these people, they think they're better than everybody else. They think the law doesn't apply to them. They think they're above the rules. They think that whatever they do, because their intentions are so pure and that they're so great that they are cut above, remember, I keep saying it. It's not hypocrisy. It's hierarchy. We don't have the rule of law. We have the two rules of law. We have one set for the aristocrats and one set for the peasantry. Know your place. Know your role. That's what we can learn from the Alec Baldwin situation. And that's it for us here today, Human Events Daily. Remember our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends, and leave us your five star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your politics. What do we talk about today? The Colorado governor offering Disney asylum as he urges Disney to leave Florida. Next, the Prince of Saudi Arabia says he will not release more oil into U.S. markets amid declining U.S.-Saudi relations. Again, thanks to Biden bumbling. Johnny Depp testifying in his defamation trial against ex-wife Amber Heard. Beware Black Widow traps. Young kings and queens out there. And finally, Alec Baldwin claiming he's been exonerated, but he actually hasn't. Before we go. Today's moment of history is actually a birthday. Today is the 96th birthday of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Happy birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.